Welcome to today's podcast on intercession. I will be sharing with you on the role of God's Word in intercession. I exhort those of you who are interested in developing a stronger prayer life to pray the scriptures during your personal times with God. You see, God's Word, um, the divine plumb line, is the anchor of our lives. God's Word helps us to pray with greater power and accuracy. So let me share with you firstly, what are some benefits of praying God's Word? Firstly, spiritual alignment. You begin to see things from a biblical and heavenly perspective instead of the world's perspective. Colossians 3 verse 2 says, Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. You know, when we begin to pray God's Word, especially, you know, sometimes we are reaching out to perhaps a little bit more challenging sort of people, and we may feel like giving up. But God's Word, as we pray, we pray God's Word into being. We ask the Lord, God, let your love compel us. Lord, we have the message of reconciliation given by you. And I believe as we begin to pray God's Word into our lives, into being for people that we are reaching out to, you find that God begins to help you, begins to help you to love people His ways and you begin to reach out to them, no matter how challenging. Secondly, God renewed prayers. When you pray scriptures, you pray with fresh strength from the Lord. You begin to pray like never before because God provides you with new insights from His Word. Ephesians 1 verse 18 says, I pray also that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which He has called you, the riches of His glorious inheritance in the saints. I remember a time when I was reaching out to a, a fellow, uh, a brother who walked away from the Lord and I came before God uh, agonizing for this person's uh, um, you know, heart to turn back to the Lord because I could see that God loves this uh, brother so much and uh, incredible potential uh, that's within him if he would come back to the Lord. So as I prayed in God's word, you know, the Holy Spirit helps us when we don't know what else to pray, how else to pray. And, and so I continue to pray in his word day in, day out. And I thank God that eventually this brother came back before the Lord and continue to walk with Him and serve the Lord. Isn't God good? When we pray God's Word, we also pray with godly authority because with the help of the Holy Spirit, God's Word and, and God's Word, it gives you confidence and an authority um, because you're praying God's truth, God's will and His ways. And by doing so, we defeat the enemy's lies with God's truth. When we pray biblical directives, it defeats the enemy because you're praying the very purposes of God into being. Satan is the father of lies. And when you pray the Bible, we defeat the enemy's lies. We pray in God's truth. Jeremiah 23 verse 29 says, Is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces? You know, sometimes as we are pioneering as we are church planting, pioneering life groups, ministries, we, are maybe, we may be faced with opposition and very likely so because it goes against the very grain of the enemy. And so, but you know, God's word reminds us in Isaiah 54, you know, no weapon forged against you shall prosper. Every accusation of the enemy be refuted 
for that is the vindication of the Lord and the heritage for the servants of God. And you know, as you pray in the scriptures, we begin to lay hold of God's word that no weapon of the enemy, no weapon from the opposition, it will not prosper, it will not cut through because, because what? Because the Lord comes for us, the Lord champions for us, the Lord guides us through, the Lord vindicates us for that is our heritage. And that's why I begin to pray with godly authority, defeating the enemy's lies with God's truth. And as you pray God's word into being, you find that it brings you to the next level of intercession. It takes you to places that you have not thought before and God's truth permeates your life dramatically. In Isaiah 55 verse 9 says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, my thoughts than your thoughts. God's ways, God's thoughts higher than us. So no matter what situation we find ourselves in, no matter what circumstances are before our very eyes, as we begin to pray and intercede, we begin to see God bringing us to soar on wings of eagles, to begin to see God's uh, things into being, to begin to see God coming through for us because he brings us to the next level of intercession through his word alone. And when we pray God's word, it cultivates within us a greater passion for Jesus because of the Holy Spirit reveals Jesus through the words of the Bible, deepens our passion for Jesus. Proverbs 23 verse 17, Do not let your heart envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. Always be zealous for the passion for God. Always be zealous for God's kingdom, God's values. And that's what it does when we begin to pray God's word because it reveals the heart of God, reveals the person of Christ. We are drawn to deeper understanding of God's grace. You learn the language of repentance as you pray, you know, the scriptures, praying Psalm 91, bring us to a deeper revelation. Psalm 51 verse 2, wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Here, this is where King David was just so um, open before God and he came, a transparent person, humbly before God and say, God, cleanse me. And that's how we learn as well. As we pray God's word, we learn to receive God's cleansing, to come to that place of repentance. You know, the more we understand, the more we encounter God's heart and love, the more I find for myself, I love him, I'm willing to follow him despite the circumstances, despite hardships and discouragements along the way. And I believe, friends, we go through that in one season or another, a day at a time and so forth. But that's where God's word grabs hold of our heart. And as you pray God's word, you find yourself strengthened to go forth because God's strength is upon you. He, he has your back. He beckons you forward. Now, let's look at another portion of this, praying God's word into being. How do we do that? You know, sometimes you wonder, okay, Liling, you mentioned about the benefits of praying God's word, but how do I get about going that? The word of God is a seed that grows. And when God speaks his word, he's sprinkling seeds that will bring forth his goodness, his purposes. And God's word always produces, it never returns to us void. So when we are guided by the Spirit of God, we speak God's word into a situation, we are actually sowing the promises of God, the immutable 
truth of God's word. And therefore you find fruits, everlasting fruits from the Lord sprinkling forth, springing forth because we continue to pray in God's word into being. Can I share with you a couple of simple tips? Claim life verses. In other words, scriptures that speak personally to you. You may want to pray them daily. Psalm 119 verse 162, I rejoice in your promise like one who finds great spoil. In 2 Peter 3 verse 9, the Lord is not slow in keeping his promises. I remember a time when I say, God, what shall I do when I graduate from my university here in Melbourne? And I felt the Lord speak to my heart. He just spoke very, you know, just one word, stay. And he just said, stay. And I said, Lord, I'm hearing you. How do I stay? I finished, you know. And yet God opened the door for me. And as I prayed, I said, God, you are my provider. You are the one who spoke, you have spoken and I choose to obey you. So Father, I pray that you provide for every need that is needed. And he really did. He provided me with a job that allowed me to go and study further in university. He uh, provided for me amply to make sure that I would never be in want. He is truly the shepherd that I shall not lack in anything, the shepherd who is with me. Another part is to claim a promise for a specific situation. God builds your faith when you pray certain promises over and over in difficult circumstances. You know, it says here in um, 1 Kings 8.20, the Lord has kept the promise he made. And then in Psalm 91, this is such a very important um, verse. Uh, it, the last part of it says, I will satisfy him with long life and grant him my salvation. You know, a, a sister of mine uh, some years back, uh, suddenly, uh, due to prolonged uh, headaches and, and so forth, she, she could not get rid of it. She went to see doctors. She took the painkillers that they, they uh, gave her and it didn't work. And so at the end, the doctor said, let's go for a, you know, an MRI, a brain scan to see what's happening. And she went for it. And lo and behold, uh, she was informed that she had this huge tumor in her brain the size of an egg. And uh, it, it was, of course, terrifying for her and her husband. And I remembered he called me. The husband called me the moment he got the news. He, he was tearing, he was crying and saying, what should, you know, what, Pastor, please pray. You know, I don't know what, what's going to happen. And the surgeon wanted to remove the tumor immediately. Yeah, they had to test it. They're not quite sure what kind of tumor it is, whether it's cancerous, it's nasty or whatever. So I, I remember the night before she went for her surgery, I was praying and God gave me this word, this word, he just spoke it deep into my heart. And so I, I called her up and I said, before you go tomorrow, I believe God wants to say to you, will you receive this? It is God's word by faith. We look to him that he will satisfy you with long life and grant you his salvation, his wholeness. And uh, I prayed with her and uh, she went for the surgery. We thank God that the tumor was uh, uh, benign, uh, but it took her several months uh, to, to, to um, recuperate and so forth. But I thank God until this day, that's been quite a number of years back. She has uh, recovered, she's stronger and she got 
you know, every faculty of her is working. And I really thank God for that. So again, you claim a promise for a specific situation. And claim prayer promises as God brings them to mind. Memorizing scriptures helps because God's word is planted in your heart. It's ready at all times for prayer. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I remembered, you know, back in Africa, it was my first time preaching um, outdoor. Um, I've never done a crusade before in my life. And, and I went before God and I said, God, your scripture reminds me and I'm praying of scriptures that I can do all things through you, Lord, through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. And, and it's amazing how God just gave me the strength and the courage to speak for, to preach the gospel to a people that I've never met before in my life. And, and I thank God for moving that night with lots of people turning to Jesus, people uh, receiving healing and deliverance at the same time from the Lord. Claim prayer promises as you read the Bible. Pray back to God the scriptures that impacted your spirit because it will transform your life in your situations. Psalm 119 verse 140 says, Your promises have been thoroughly tested and your servant loves them. And so you begin to ask God, Lord, I believe in what your word says. And, and I ask, oh God, come and, and move over my situation. That as for me and my household, we shall serve the Lord. You know, and, and really believe God to see one by one of our um, household of uh, people who may not know the Lord come to Christ. And speak and proclaim God's word over your city or your nation. Doing this will have a powerful effect that will break the power of evil over the land or calamities that could take place um, you know, as we pray together in united prayer. Numbers 23 verse 19, does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? I believe when God gives his word, if we would trust him, God would do an amazing thing. In our recent um, flooding, huge flooding in, in Brisbane, it was like three days of non-stop rain, heavy rains. The dams that were, you know, kind of partially filled were, you know, overflowing 170% filled. For example, it's called Vivenhoe Dam. In two days or so, because of the heavy rains, 24 hours. And in Queensland, so many places were flooded. Um, especially in, in the corner that we're staying in, we call it Southeast Queensland. Uh, there were so many houses that were um, flooded and roads impacted and so forth. And it came to that point, that particular Sunday, after I finished preaching and the rain was still pouring and, and so forth, and I could see in front of our house that the, you know, the overflow, they call it, or the swale in front of our house was filling up. And I was concerned because if it fills up more and the rains didn't stop, it, it would, may come to our doorstep even. And so I was praying. I said, God, you brought us here. You spoke to our hearts about coming to this place. I ask, O oh Lord, you are the Lord who governs the weather systems and all that. I ask in the name of Jesus that the rain cease in Jesus' name and, and all these heavy sessions of rainy days would just you know, subside 
in the name of Jesus. And I prayed, I said, God, may you redirect the rain, redirect the, the clouds to, towards the oceans, away from people, away from homes of people, uh, so that there would be less and less, you know, that, that the damages that have been caused would uh, just, you know, uh, subside and so forth. So I was praying away. And, uh, you know, it's amazing on uh, that was Sunday. I was praying away in the night and together my daughter and I, we were praying because she was also concerned. And, um, and, and as we went, went to sleep, you know, that night itself, early hours of Monday morning, the rain stopped. The rain stopped. And then we saw sunshine. And then I said, God, your word is so true. You are indeed the Lord of the weather systems. Thank you for, for coming in and, and touching our lives. And this is a testimony I shall remember for dear life because it came so close to us, something that we experience for ourselves. So friends, how important it is to pray scriptures and how do we go about it? It's your conversations with God. Bring in the word of God in your prayer. And lastly, I want to quickly bring up to you on meditation and prayer. You know, meditation on God's word. Now, this is different from the Eastern meditation where you just, uh, you know, empty your mind or allow any garbage, whatever comes in. No, this is meditation of God's word into your life. It's powerful for your prayer life. It brings you deeper, connecting you to the Lord, and it enables you to pray on target prayers, helping us to deepen our own personal walk with God. And this is, I, I would say, true meditation uh, through God's Word is a key to a life of spiritual fruitfulness. Because when we meditate on God's Word, God's Word nourishes us. God's Word builds us up, refreshes us, and feeds our soul. So it's like, basically, what do we do? We are taking a phrase, a verse, a passage of Scripture, and thinking carefully about it, asking the Lord, ponder it and say, God, how is this applicable to me? How, how, Lord, make it alive to me. Help me experience what your word says. What happened in the book of Acts is, is also something that is for uh, our modern day contemporary life as well. Uh, signs and wonders, Lord, we saw in the book of Acts. And Lord, this is for us. It has not ceased at all, but signs and wonders are, are alive in these days because our God is alive. And so, you know, it as we meditate God's word, it creates within us that faith, that expectation for God to move. It focuses the way we think on God's word. And we come to know the Lord personally more and more, not just about him, but knowing him, you know, and we grow in our love for the word of God. And so this is where, you know, as we meditate on God's word, we get to know the Lord. We get to hear God's voice. And, and as we meditate on God's word, because you are letting the word nourish you and you're hiding God's word in your life, you, it helps you walk with God in integrity and keeps us away from temptations and sins that could come by our way. Anyway, as we keep God's word in us, there's something that God does. When something is maybe tempting us, we reflect on God's word, girds our heart with God's truth, we walk away from that and go back towards God's word. 
meditation of God's word spiritually transformed us and we gain insight as a result. Psalm 119 verse 99. I have more insight than all my teachers for I meditate on your statutes. Because God's word would challenge us to grow. And as we receive that, you see incredible things happen. We begin to walk in greater obedience before the Lord. You know, when God's word is within you, you recall that and you would seek to obey. You know, that's why in Joshua chapter 1, verse 7, be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right, to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. And I find that as I begin to learn to meditate on God's word, I I get something to share for other with others. You know, it's like God brings his word, makes it alive to us, and it's a word in season for someone else. And, and that really, really helps us tremendously. So I want to encourage you, meditating on the scriptures will cause us to understand something of the heart and the mind of Jesus more and more. When God's word is well assimilated into our own lives, it has the power to transform us towards Christ-likeness. Christ-likeness being formed in us as we journey with the Lord. And that's how it helps us. God's Word helps us. The divine plumb line, the Word of God, helps us to develop a greater prayer and intercessory life. So I encourage you, may you continue to grow in this area. May you experience that for yourself as well as you pray in God's Word, as you really begin to claim uh, God's Word in your life and you learn to meditate upon God's Word. May you be blessed. Thank you. Amen. We trust you've been blessed by the word today. Do visit www.wilsonlyling.com for more messages and teachings. For the latest news and updates, follow Facebook and Instagram, wilson.lyling.